Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Greg, and this is Small Talk, where we discuss how faith fits in the big picture. And Netflix and chill? What? You guys know what we're talking about today. So if you want to understand hookup culture and how that affects your spirituality, you're in the right place. All right, guys, today I'm joined by Luami Richardson. How you doing, man? Dude, I like that. Is that an Apple Watch? No, pro, no, no this product is placement. A, a Fitbit Ionic. Whoa. You know Whoa. what I'm saying? That, it's supposed a, to compete that's a with the Apple plug. Watch. They should pay us for that. Even you know, me asking hey, you. So, write the check. Write the check. <laughs> uh, now, Lo, uh, you, you've visited us before in mm -hmm. our Small Talk segment, but for those who are wondering who you are and what you do, please enlighten us. Yeah, Loami Richardson. I'm the Harvest Director Evangelist for SALT. Okay. Uh, Service and Love Together is a right youth-based ministry down in Orlando, Florida that focuses on service in the city of Orlando through feeding the homeless. We have a mentoring program for nice. kids at a Section 8 apartment, nice. as well as visiting the sick and shot in through our hospital ministry. So that's, that's cool, kind of what man. we focus on. This yeah. is like a very felt needs, practical ministry. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're all youth-led. All youth-led. Now, yeah. what do you mean by youth-led? Like everyone, all the volunteers are on the average of 18 to 35. Get out. Yeah. And so, that's, so these are like collegiate age, mm -hmm. young adults who are leading in citywide Christian yeah. movements. It's, it's been awesome, man, just kind of seeing some of the projects come to life. So we have a portable clothing trailer that mm. we're able to provide clothing to the to the homeless. We just got our grant for our shower trailer. So we're going to cool. be one of the organizations to provide portable showers to for the, the homeless for the homeless. That's cool. So, so they yeah. can they walk up, bam, bam, need a shower, take a shower, <laughs> get some clothes that they needed. That's and cool. Ultimately, what we want to create is a case management program where we can help uh, people that are in the streets yeah. and put them back in a workforce and very cool provide a place for them to stay so it's more than just here's what you need for the day but yeah. it's long-term long -term. investing in this person absolutely. i want to see you back on your feet absolutely that's awesome and yeah. what's the name of this ministry salt service and love together service and yeah love you can together. check out our website saltoutreach.org you can probably put the website right there check we'll do us that. out <laughs> salt plug yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah facebook instagram in. twitter where we're all now, on the social media feeds. being all youth led young mm -hmm. adult led 18 and 34 that's like the, that's like prime dating age yeah, yeah. so i mean you want to find a girl or a guy who's into like you know, outreach. It's, it's it sounds like let's talk about that. Let, it sounds let, like exactly what we're talking about today. <laughs> um, Netflix and chill. We're gonna be talking about hookup culture. Mm. Um, this culture of not necessarily dating. I don't even know if dating is a word anymore, man. It's like you know nowadays it's just about hooking up, and if you know the sex is good, then we're you seeing just, each other, or, or we're seeing each other. <laughs> it's like you know we're we're very much hitting this no strings attached. Mm -hmm. Uh, period right now. And in fact, there's even movies called No Strings Attached or, mm -hmm. you know, hookups or whatever it is. Um, it seems to be the young adult culture. Right. Um, it's, 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 it's not really new. You know, Solomon tells us there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, you know, you see hookup culture in the 70s, the hippie movement. You see it in the 60s, the psychedelic movement. You know, you see it in the 80s, the mm -hmm. bad hair movement. You know, you see you know, hookup culture. <laughs> it's coming back again. It's coming back again. <laughs> hookup culture has never really left. It just takes different names. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but now we're, we're kind of hitting this whole Netflix and chill or sliding to the DMs, you know, that kind of whole thing. Um, and I want to talk about that a little bit with you. Yeah. Namely and specifically, I want to talk about the uh, long-term impacts spiritually and emotionally hmm. that hookup culture has. It's fascinating that marriages used to happen a lot younger than they do now. It used to be, you know, 23 to 25 mm. or even 21 to 23 were like your marriage ages. You're getting married young and starting families. You're having kids and you're in your early mid-20s and, you know, go from there. Nowadays, marriages aren't happening until the age of 27 to 34. Mm. So we're a little older and the likelihood of staying single or a virgin to your 30 is just, you know, it's not very likely, unfortunately. Yeah. And so we're entering into hookup culture. <clears throat> so I, I want to vibe on this with you. 
hookup culture, it's not really new, but what do you see as you work with these young adults, um, as you're a young adult yourself, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and, and you your peers, what are some impacts on emotional health mm. that you see hookup culture have? You know, it's interesting. Uh, um, I've worked, had the privilege of working with a lot of young people and really it's a reflection on what's happening in the home. You know, as you was mm. mentioning before, there's a lot of marriage, you know, 21, 22, 23 was the average age that people used to get married. Now it's becoming much older. What, what I'm seeing in the homes is a lot of single parent, you know, single parents, right? So that re- really reflects where a kid sees a mom or dad bringing in someone on a consistent basis, different relationships. Mm. I've noticed that that really affects how they view relationships, marriage as a whole. And so, because they don't see any stability. It's, it's, it's short term, it's yeah, not long term. Absolutely. Okay. And so they're here to fulfill this specific need. And then once that, that need is fulfilled, then moving on to the next person and whatever need I need to be fulfilled, yeah. they fulfill that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I noticed that with the young people, the younger generation, the people I talk to, they, they don't have a grasp of what the, the, the meaning of what marriage is, what it mm. means to be settled in a real relationship, right? right? Finding the best friend, finding that, that partner that helped me as the Bible describes, mm. um, because it, it's a, what is it for me type right, culture? Right. Uh, you know, you just don't look as good anymore. Mm. Next. Oh, you know what? You just, you know, you, you, was, you did something I didn't like next. And, and we just, <laughs> you know, we just continue to bounce to the next one, to the next one. And we don't really try to find the qualities that are essential in somebody to find that person that God has designed for every single person in the world to enjoy that, that communion, right? That, right, that, right. That I, I want to come back to that. I want to come yeah. back to this, find that person God has designed for you, <laughs> you know, that whole, you know, soulmate mentality. We'll come back to that, but uh-huh. I do want to continue to vibe on this. You mentioned that you notice there been a connection between single parented homes yeah. and hookup culture, the promiscuous lifestyle, reflecting what they see in the home, um, not seeing that stability, not seeing that long-term relationship in the household has led them to believe that relationships are fickle, relationships mm-hmm. are short-term. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, hookup culture, promiscuous lifestyle, isn't just secluded to people who have single parents. Yeah. You know, we're seeing it from these nice blue-collar, white-collar families as yep. well. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Breaking um, news, like, oh, wow, another <laughs> infidelity happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we're all seeing shorter marriages. Yeah. But you did also say, and I, I want to echo this because I, I think there's a lot of merit to it, that hookup culture is a reflection of what we're seeing, um, not only in the home, but also what we're seeing portrayed through media. It's also what we're seeing portrayed through Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're seeing power couples like Brad and, and Angelina that got divorced. Yeah, what? Yeah. You know, like you're seeing, you know, all these things happen where it's yeah. like, wow, marriage is fickle. It's not mm-hmm. really anything long term. And I think that doesn't really give a target to aim at when we enter into relationships. What I mean by that is, if I'm, in, if I'm entering into a relationship with someone and I don't really know what a solid relationship looks like, right. what am I working towards? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm in a relationship with you, but what am I working towards? I don't know. So then the next question then becomes, well, what can I get out of this? Yep. And that's when it just becomes about hooking up and sex and looking good to make me look good mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. different things. It's about me, what, what can I get out of it? Right, so right. this whole Netflix and chill mentality yeah. is, you're attractive, we should hook up, those things attached yeah you know yeah, what i mean if, yeah, if, yeah. if it's good enough maybe, maybe i'll open up a little bit to you you know but if it's we, not i that, may take you out in public and right. take you to a movie I'm, or something right 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 so that's really fascinating um so what are the long-term emotional effects of that and i think we're 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 developing a pattern mm-hmm. if 
I'm in a relationship that's fickle. Mm -hmm. And when things get tough, I can just discard you. I'm creating a pattern for myself, right? right? So that one day when I do get married and things get tough, mm -hmm. it's already a pattern where I'm just like, I'm out. I'm done with you. Yeah. And so why do we see this hookup culture and divorce rates increasing at the same time? I think there's a connection there. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say to something like that? You know, it's interesting because I can only speak about my experience. Before I gave my heart to God, there was very, there was, I was very promis promiscuous, right? Mm -hmm. I was out there and, and it becomes, women becomes an object. Women becomes something that fulfills you, right? It right. becomes a, oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I hooked up with her. Right. It's almost and, like a, it's almost like a, uh, not necessarily the way you identify yourself, but it almost becomes a, a metric yeah. where it's like, this is how good I am. Your status. I got that. Yeah, yeah. your, your yeah, status yeah. level. Yeah, and yeah. so... And so for me, what I realized, what happened as, as that continued to become a pattern, I never saw the importance of a relationship. For mm -hmm. me to get into a relationship is the next step to getting engaged and being married, and I ain't trying to be settled down. Right. So right. how about just being friends with benefits? And then there's always that awkward moment where it's like the crossroads, where, what are we? Are we going to continue doing this? Or are we going right. to be more and be like, right. chunk the deuces, peace. You know, like, I'm out. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not settling down. And so it, it becomes so self-centered. Mm. And, and, and when you Talk about the in the concept of what God designed relationships to be. It's about love, and love is ultimately selfless. defined as selfless. Right. What is it that I can provide for you? How can I help you? And and vice versa. Yeah. So when everything becomes about, dang, she looks good. Let me hook up with her. Right. And now that it's done, I, I don't look at her as someone worth valuing. I see her as something that is an object to conquer and object mm. to, you know, to to receive. And right. so. Right. That's been my issue, and until it wasn't until I had a relationship with God that I saw the value of what relationship was, right. the beauty of because any brother can tell you, eventually after a period of time, you just want somebody to connect with and talk to and be real mm. with, right? Right, right? But once you have all of these, it, when everything becomes an object and a, and a token and a trophy, yeah. you miss that 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 true element of what a relationship was supposed to. I mean, even God said, I mean, that's where we're designed. Right, man, it's not good for man to be alone. Exactly. Right. Um, now, let me ask you this, and this may require some transparency, but I think it'll also connect some dots for the audience who are listening or watching. And are you noticing yourself having to unlearn or undo what you set a pattern doing in the past? Yes. You know what I mean? We're talking about long-term impacts on the emotional stability of someone who has come in or been a part of hookup culture. Mm -hmm. And when you finally are ready to settle down, you've already built a habit of discard, discard, you know, whenever you see a connection, discard. So my question to you is, are you starting to notice okay, I've got to undo what I've been doing. I've got to unlearn yeah. these patterns. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, I, when I counsel the young young people and young adults, even in my personal experience, I realize there is a trend. Mm -hmm. When I speak to someone, I'm like, man, this person is of interest. It's amazing to see, not especially whether you're comfortable with the person, how the conversation can gravitate to your old habits and your old patterns. And you realize, wow, I'm just, I'm, I'm only at this point, only talking to her for a, 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 a need, right. not necessarily for a long-term holistic and then relationship. The word need is used loosely there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah need, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To fulfill a desire that right, I have or right. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And so when I tell young people, there's like, well, it, we have to be real with the young people, right? There is pleasure in sin. The Bible talks about that, right. but it's the, it's the consequences of those sins that you have to, like for me, I have to wrestle with a lot of these things where I look at someone and all of a sudden the first reaction is an, oh, yeah. well, an object to have and it's like no no god help me you got to undo that yeah, yeah and yeah. and you consciously constantly doing yeah, yeah. it and there's times that i wish i didn't wasn't exposed to this stuff because it was just so much easier to just value a person for who they are mm. and not what you desire for them right, to be for you right. at that moment and yeah. so yeah it, it's it's 
that is a constant battle when it comes to this um, quick uh, hookup relationship yeah, mentality yeah. is the fact that you have to undo all of those things because once you're ready to settle down, you have all of this baggage it's that not, comes with Yeah, that. it's not just willpower of I'm ready to settle down. Yeah, no. Right? no, no. Even when you're in a committed relationship, mm -hmm. you'll still be battling the thoughts of the old man because yep. you've already built a pattern of that. All of a sudden, you see somebody else who looks better, right? Exactly. You have that conversation what? with someone else. Yeah. And you're like, man, that's I a connected dope better with that person. And then all of a sudden, what do you do? You give up what you have, right? right. I you're, call it the eighty twenty thing. Yeah. Right. A lot of people, you know, we want the perfect mate, right? Right. But unfortunately, you you're you're going to. There's always going to be something about your partner that that doesn't always. Complete. You know, they're not going to be the perfect mate. There's always right. things that you're going to be like, you know, this is I just wish something I had this. Yeah. And what people do is when they find it somewhere else, they leave that 20% that's missing. They're like, oh, this is what I want. And they negate the 80 that the they 80 have. Yeah. For the 20 and, and they realize. And then that's what hookup culture feeds into. Exactly. It's always feeding into what could I have better? What's the better right. trophy? It's a grass green on so, the other So side. the long term effect is when you are in a committed relationship, you are you've already set yourself up for failure basically mm -hmm. you've already set yourself up to be comparing your your your, your girlfriend or boyfriend mm -hmm. to someone else mm -hmm. um and even when you get married that's going to carry over yep. so you're basically setting yourself up to have attachment issues yep. and detachment issues there's also some spiritual impacts i think mm -hmm. of, of of uh of hookup culture of netflix and chill sliding the dms whatever you want to call it whatever the new trending name is right um i think spiritually we're doing ourselves a disservice because god created relationships to complete us spiritually. It is an object lesson of who God is. A relationship is someone being willing to lay down themselves for the benefit and betterment of someone else. Right. Um, and I think when we partake in this hookup culture, we're robbing ourselves of spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. We're robbing ourselves of the ability to see someone as being worthy for the God of the universe laid on their life for mm. you know what i mean mm. it's like when mm. i see her am i thinking wow god loved her so much that he <laughs> laid down all of creation for her you know what i mean or am I, you know, it's like you know or i'm like whoa god did not love her that yeah. much because how could god love you know it's like that's the consequences of sin right that, there right? oh my goodness <laughs> so you know it's like and that's how you begin to look through uh that's how be, that's a lens you begin to look through right you begin to value people at face value mm -hmm. and you, you you don't have that spiritual understanding of God loves that person. God doesn't see them for who they are, but God sees them for who they could be exactly. after all eternity with him, hmm. you know? Uh, so Netflix and chill hookup culture. It isn't just about what can I get now? Mm -hmm. You're actually ruining yourself in the future as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some other insights you have as far as the spiritual implications of hookup culture, <clears throat> just hooking up and discarding, hooking yeah, up, discarding. you know, it, it, it affects your relationship with God because it's how you see God in those moments, right? Hmm. It's how you, how you react and how you respond to people is ultimately your how you have the connection with God. Wow. In those moments where things get rough, automatically you think, well, God is not here because I'm going through this rough pain. God is so you naturally respond that way in tough situations, right? Okay. And so once you see God's value in your life and how he sees individuals and how his whole concept of what he's trying to create, right, in you and in this world and his idea to restore everything back to its original order, right. once we remove ourselves from that worldview god's you know holistic view yeah um it affects our relationship with him because how we treat others is ultimately how we treat god mm. and how we feel god treats us so hookup culture i like this I, i'm seeing some dots i'm going to try to connect them so All correct right. me if i don't if i don't hit the mark here so it sounds like you're saying that the way we treat others or the way we're going to treat god so if we are getting used to this hookup culture mm -hmm. what can i get 
measuring my myself by what can I accomplish or, you know, measuring oneself by the guy that, you know, the caliber of guy they get or the caliber of girl they catch. We're creating this spiritual relationship with God where it's like, God, I only want you so long as you can do something for me. Is you got it. I mean, you know what I mean? That, that's it. It's like, God, I only want you when things are going good. I only mm -hmm. want you when you look good. I only right. want you when you're at your best, God. Yep. I only yep. want you when you're giving me stuff. Oh, God, you stop giving me stuff. You stop looking good. You stop. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm good, God. We're done. Yeah, yep. So we're creating this fickle relationship mm -hmm. with God because we're used to having fickle relationships with each other. Right. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, oh, man, there's, there's so much more you know, depth to what we're saying. We're only able to scratch the surface yeah. on these subjects of emotional effects and spiritual effects. Um, and, and we haven't even touched on the physical dangers of hookup culture. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you know, between uh, single parent pregnancies and, and children out of wedlock. I mean, all these things that used to be just horrible circumstances in the 50s and 60s it's and becoming, 70s. It's becoming a norm It's become now. the norm now, you know. Now your, 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 your prom queen has got a kid at mm -hmm. 17, 18 your your quarterback of the varsity team, he's got a baby now. And it's like, yeah, yeah. like what's going on? And it's becoming normal, but it's also feeding into these single parent homes yep. where children are seeing an incomplete picture of what a family is mm -hmm. and they go and replicate it themselves. Right. It's a vicious cycle. So how can someone break out of hookup culture? You know, let's let's <laughs> let's let's see if we can conclude with some some you know, some solutions. It's interesting because for me, I kind of I lived I lived in a home that my both my parents were separated, right? Okay. And it's so easy to gravitate to say, okay, this is going to be the normal pattern in my life on how a marriage and a relationship should be. Yeah. So for me, in order for me to break out of that, I had to really find people that I see marriages work yeah. and asking questions, mm. picking their brain. What works for you? How is it that you're able to maintain a 40-year marriage and still be happy? Yeah. You know, there's, there's something that you can learn from old school, you know, from old school folks, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the old way, the traditions, because there's so much wisdom and knowledge. And ultimately seeing from the biblical perspective god's view on relationships what mm. he desires from you what he desires in return yeah. and once you see that then it's it, it becomes easier to say all right lord now that i'm preparing my heart and my mind to enter into a serious relationship mm. i have a better grasp and understanding as to what the ideal relationship should look like because mm. i have a rightful understanding of what you desire out of relationship with me yeah. what i see successful marriages look like and what are the foundation right the foundation always right. have to be god first yeah and on top of that is friendship and trust right okay. and if you don't have those two things no relationship no friendship yeah. is ever going to be able to be built off that and so my suggestion is always to be if you see that this is the norm mm. well then try to find something that works right something right. that you see has been a success and ask those questions yeah. pick their brains yeah. and observe because by beholding you become changed so you see the normality you say hey that normality looks pretty broken yeah let me go to this sweet couple here maybe they're in their 50s or their yeah. 60s or their 70s or however old they are but you see they got a pretty solid relationship mm -hmm. this isn't their second or third marriage they've made it work through right. thick and thin hey let's hear the nitty-gritty what do i need to be looking for for a partner yeah um but before doing that you're saying you first gotta have the relationship with god right so god first practical counsel second and then I would even say pray for a spouse, pray Absolutely. for me. You know what I mean? Like, don't just go looking for yourself. You know, it's like when we start looking. In fact, that's how that's how a lot of that's how a lot of times Israel fell into sin mm -hmm. is they would start hooking up with other women and men right. from different tribes or not from different tribes, but from different you know people groups. That God's like, uh, yeah, not exactly going to be good for you. Yeah, not a sampler. Like, mm -hmm. let me try all these things and then whatever. Yeah, I like yeah, this yeah. Or yeah. I'm there's there, there's there's some there's some very 
wise counsel mm-hmm. to being equally yoked, yeah. right? Yeah. Like for someone who's looking for the stability that you're looking for, look, don't try to call someone to where you are, mm-hmm. find someone who's already there, right? Right, right. right. okay, okay. Um, very cool, man. So it sounds like emotional effects, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're creating a pattern to where even when you are in a committed relationship, those old ways aren't going to die. Mm-hmm. You'll be comparing your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband or wife to someone else always. Why? Because it's what you've always done. Right. We're creatures of habit. So if you're in hookup culture now, ugh, you're setting yourself up for failure. Come out of it. You know what I mean? Find yourself some away time from everyone. Uh, get some reset times, we call it. You know, reset times where you're just single and alone and you find that emotional satisfaction through God opposed mm. to valuing yourself through someone else. And, and there's there's always a benefit of hanging out in group settings, right? Absolutely. Because I always tell people when you just focus so much and you spend so much time with the individual in a close setting, you don't really know who this person is, how this person is going to react to your family, to your friends mm. in certain situations. And so when you create an environment where you're going in group dates and just public settings yeah. and you're seeing how this person interacts, you you have a better understanding of who this person is yeah. and you can better determine like, well, is this somebody that I really want to yeah. be with for the rest so of my life? So we do start dating. Try not to do it in an isolated environment. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, tr- yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I, put yourself in group setting because once you start Netflix and chill all the time, then it becomes the, the relationship becomes narrow and becomes focused on one thing. Right. That's the and, selfish part. Yeah. The selfish part. And fellas and ladies as well. You know, you, you want to know your value. Right. You want to be able to feel like, oh, does this person yeah. really like me? Well, why don't you ever take me out? Let me meet your friends. Let me. For me, I remember when I was serious about people, the first uh, or about an individual that the first thing that I would do would put them in a in a setting where all my friends are at, whether yeah. it be a party, yeah. and I'll leave, and I want to see how she reacts. Because I know how my friends are. They're going to be very welcoming. And if I come back, they're like, mm, nah, we're good, or yeah. yo, bro, like, she's she's Pretty dope. It, the the opinions of others are valuable because right. they they can see something that you may not be able to right. see. And of course, that's, that's just one of many layers. Right. right? Mm-hmm. This is just, mm-hmm. you know, we're still talking about connecting uh, with those individuals who have successful relationships. We're still talking about having that cool down time where you're just alone and, and finding your own emotional self-value and worth through God. Um, and then, of course, we're also talking about praying, Lord, who should I, you know, consider in, mm-hmm. a, in a dating environment? Um, but when you are dating someone, it sounds like, hey, don't do it in isolation. Mm-hmm. Get them around your friends. Yeah. Um, so closing on this Netflix and chill segment, hookup culture. Yeah, there are definitely some emotional impacts that it's going to have. You know, it's like you're damaging yourself in the future. Spiritually, you're robbing yourself your ability to really value people, to truly love people, truly connect with people. Mm-hmm. And also, you're creating a relationship with other people that you're going to direct towards God at some point. Right. You're going to start saying, hey, God, you're not looking good for me. You're not doing good for mm-hmm. me. And we're going to cut that off. Yeah, yeah. So you're creating a pattern of how you do relationships. So we looked at emotionally, we looked at spiritually. And then, of course, um, you know, a solution to coming out of it mm-hmm. is alone time, reset, find you your value, your emotion to other people. Get input, get advice, and of course, pray, Lord, who should I? One of the things that have been key for me, and and this has been uh, something that I've suggested people to do, figure out what your non-negotiables are. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you know that you absolutely, if this person is lacking this thing in in the quality or characteristic of the person, it's a deal breaker. breaker. And you'll be amazed how how people just start to filter out, right? And so once you establish those non-negotiables, right? it's easier to then kind of figure out who the Lord has said yeah. before. So this is becoming like a dating talk now. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. You got to give, um, you got to give them the, the, yeah. the solution, you know, to yeah, the problems. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Solution is 
X. <laughs> um, listen, guys, we're scratching the surface here, but we do want to bring this conversation up because it's it's real, you know, and there are long term impacts and effects of just hooking up with people. Um, we're not talking about the physical dangers. We're talking about the emotional and the spiritual implications of just hooking up. And so we're hoping this is a blessing to you. Share with a friend. If you have something you want to contribute or a question you want to ask, feel free to drop that in the comment section below. Otherwise, share with a friend. Hit that thumbs up button. We hope this has been a blessing. Lo, always a blessing. You know it, man. Good to see you. Hey, absolutely. Uh, guys, we'll catch you next time. This is Small Talk, and we're looking forward to the next one. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you next time.